What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. I start today with a quote from my day one journal dated 2013. The speech that this was paraphrased from is something that has stuck with me for almost my entire adult life. For those of you that want to hear it in its full glory, and you should, look up I Am a Champion by Coach Flowers. I'll only steal a few bits of it that lend to my point today. My heart and my mind will carry my body when my limbs are too weak. History will remember me. And I will not have to worry about it being kind. I will define it myself. I will write my own praises. No one will tell me what I can and cannot be. I will never go home, not without giving everything I've got. So let me ask you, will history be kind to you? Are you depending on its kindness? Or are you taking the pen into your own hands? Before I delve into what I feel about this, I will present what I think are counter-arguments to this in current culture. Because there are a lot of people that dismiss the idea of legacy, of having your name in the history books. I've had this bother me multiple times when I hear comments from Alex Hormozzi that borderline nihilism if you aren't listening close enough. What he says is different than what he is intending for you to get out of it. And what is a pit of dark nihilistic meaningless to you is actually fuel to him. So you really have to look for the nuance when presented with any opinion, because you can get lost in it and it's dangerous. What he says is that legacy does not matter, that he is descended from the Shahs of Iran and how no one remembers them today, and how in a thousand years, even a hundred years, no one and none of us will matter. So legacy is a stupid thing to shoot for. History will not remember you. And he's not wrong in a literal sense, in some regard, because think about the greats in any realm. From music to social impact to technology, when they pass, maybe they are mourned for a day or a week or on that day every year when they are remembered or celebrated. But in the fast-moving world, their death makes very little impact to the day-to-day of your life. Soon as you know it, we are on to the next headline, tragedy, or troubles. So no matter how much impact, how legendary you live your life, your legend, your legacy has a short half-life. You might have done your job to make your mark on history, but what is written about you will be buried so deep in the recesses of the lost pages that it will almost be insignificant. So what does it matter anyway? Why not derive from this meaninglessness and the Epicurean permission to seek pleasure and live your life enjoying yourself frolicking about. Because none of it matters anyway, right? What else is the point? And if you listen to Alex, although he might subscribe to his meaninglessness, what he is clearly doing and using it for is different than what he seems to be prescribing on the surface. And you might listen to this on the surface and agree and say, screw the idea of legacy altogether and YOLO, and just live a meaningless existence. But if you listen closely, what his intention is, 
is to find power within the meaninglessness as a way of giving himself and you permission to also YOLO, but do it in the direction of going for it. Going for it in every possible way. Not using it for something that gives you the permission to not do anything. The exact opposite. Because yeah, if you really go for it, if you really try and fail, if you fail over and over again, if you look stupid, if you get criticism, if you do mess up and make tons of mistakes, then you also have the permission now to say to yourself, it's all meaningless. It doesn't matter. All these mistakes, all the public imperfection that I display, all the ways I am less than, none of it matters because no one will ever remember it anyway. See, where people are using this nihilistic meaninglessness for, which is to dispose and throw away of their life energy, he is using it instead to liberate himself and give himself permission to live. And you know what the most ironic part of this is? The people who worry the least about whether history will be kind to them are the ones who actually make history. Because they dare. They put aside all the self-imposed human constraints and they go for it. They put aside their priceless little ego. And I would argue that those that actually do leave a legacy don't do it while intending to leave a legacy that is about themselves. It is seldom a selfish pursuit. And if it is one, that you will not leave a legacy worth remembering. Because what you will want to be remembered is you. And what I'm arguing is, if you live life properly, what will be remembered is what you do, the impact you created. And that's a legacy worth living for. While still giving you the permission within it that your personal mistakes and blunders are not going to be remembered. Because what you do will overpower that. What impact you have will overpower your personality defects. The entire you as a person might be forgotten altogether. But what you did while you were here on this planet has a chance to live on forever. That's the mark of a true legacy worth leaving. And I'll tell you what I mean. The very device, at least half of you are listening to me on right now, was created by somebody who passed away way sooner than he should have. Steve Jobs started the creation of something that has impacted the greater part of our current generation. But how often when you pick up the phone do you think about Steve? Other than maybe when you watch the movie, how often do you feel conflicted about how he treated his daughter or how he was as a person or the countless mistakes he probably made in leadership or in life? I highly doubt any of this occupies your mind because none of it touches his legacy. Even calling it his legacy or your legacy is somewhat trying to create a personalized container for something that cannot be contained. It cannot be owned. If done right, legacy has a life of its own beyond you because the work you did or started takes a life of its own. It becomes something greater than you ever could. A matter of fact, it becomes so great that most won't even stop to consider you. And that is what I would argue is the greatest station a legacy can achieve. Now, it doesn't satisfy your ego and it does not hit the emotional checkboxes of what the person trying to create one wants. For most people, if there's no personal benefit, there's no compelling reason to do the work. And that is also why I said, those that end up leaving a legacy 
those that end up creating history care so much more about the impact on history than the impact for themselves. And very few people like this exist because many of us go through life numb, barely excitable, and unaware of our true passions and drives and unwilling to develop and chase them. So how could they read something and create something that's of an impact that's beyond themselves when they're not even in touch with themselves? Again, the greatest station for a legacy to achieve is ubiquity. It is that the work you began becomes so common, so accepted in society, that society leans its entire structural integrity on it so much on what you started that the work lives on long after you are forgotten. I mean, think about it. When is the last time you thought about who created the traffic signals you depend on every day? Or the storm drains that cover every sewer? When is the last time you thought about the nuts and the bolts used to keep everything that you own together? Just like the iPhone, it is so intertwined, so ingrained in what you expect the world to look like that much of it is taken for granted. That is a legacy. Ubiquitous influence. Now, while this may not satisfy or credit your precious little ego, or even be recognized in your own lifetime, maybe, if you are really about making an impact in the world and solving problems that exist, even if it is not within your skill set to invent new technology or within your means to impact society at large, I will also argue that a legacy from you can still be birthed. A legacy of love. A legacy of understanding. A legacy of broken patterns of generational trauma. A legacy of healing. A legacy of taking nothing for granted. A legacy of questioning everything and being open and curious. How you treat others has a ripple effect into how they treat the next person and how that person treats another. This is why I believe it's really easy to make history when you don't need the history to be about you. When you are in it for the right reasons, when what you stand for is admirable and aspirational, then what you stand for lives on forever in every soul you cross paths with because they admire and aspire to be like you. And then everybody that those people cross paths with again and forward. There are very few things as legendary as that. Whether history is kind to you personally or not is not a matter of concern. So first, free yourself from the weight holding you back from the thinking that there is some historical significance to all your misgivings or mistakes. You are but human. You will err and people will forget. And as much as they will forget your mistakes, they will also forget what to credit you with. It does not matter. So if you are to write praises... Don't write them about yourself. If you are to write praises, write praises of the pursuit. Write praises of its purpose. Write praises of its impact. Write praises of a greater vision that encompasses the accomplishment of so many of those who envision within it. And in the service of that, in the service of what is bigger than you, only in the service of humanity, can you overlook the humanness within yourself that lead to the shrinking of your vastness? And only in that service can anything you begin, become, or be legendary. Love you, family. Stay true, always. See you on the next show.